1: Hello and welcome to Sports in the City. I'm Haley. And I'm Sally. And we're back for another week. Where We made it through bye week. We're here. We did. Um, we didn't hang out Sunday. So no. what did you do? So Sunday... With your bye week. I had uh, stayed out kind of late on saturday i had a a date on saturday oh oh so
0: i do we want to recap
1: that or uh, it was fine uh made some money playing pull tabs so that's always a good date if you make money on it oh yeah
0: because if you lose money it's probably bad omen for any future dates right
1: it is but i always like i look at it as well he paid for everything and i won money so i'm really coming out really ahead oh yeah so okay i was very very pleased with that scenario uh so yeah I stayed out a little bit late and by late I mean I think I was home by 10 30 or 11 o'clock but well that can
0: still be a long day considering
1: it was and then considering how much
0: maybe drinks and you got in or had, you know you a watched a couple glasses of wine yeah and obviously at the gopher game before yeah. so that's some mental energy so
1: well so he we're at a restaurant watching the game restaurant bar and i'm the gophers i guess i I guess we're getting into this right oh you watch this in public yes
0: oh with the man actually i did see that you were out in public and um you look very cute oh thank you by the way you've been looking great in your selfies lately thank
1: you so much yeah i've noticed that i've noticed that the waist is looking snatched a bitch is working hard I'm telling you. yeah yeah they've been looking very cute thank you so, wow, you're really gassing me up. I no, appreciate I mean, it. Thank I, you. No,
0: I don't know if I've been meaning to tell you. But, yeah, you've had some, fi- some fire selfies. So, Thank good you. work.
1: So, we're at the bar. And the first half of the Gopher game, they were only down like 10-17 at half. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. I'm. It, it wasn't great, but I was very pleased that it was that close. Well, then, things took a turn for the worse in uh, the second half of the game. Right. And they... Uh, Penn State scored 21 points in the third quarter, and it was just ugly. But this man is telling me, he's like, you need to relax. Like, you need to calm down. Because I was in a— Uh-oh. I was in a—not the nice i wasn't being mean to him, but I wasn't Being happy. a little sassy. I wasn't my normal, fun— You're You were know, a little shut down. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my two-glass-of-wine fun Haley, mm-hmm. I was not in that mood. I was focused. And he's like, God, this is, like, really upsetting you. Well, good to get that out of the way early well, to see exactly. the two sides, right? Exactly. And my thing is, like, if you don't, if you can't handle me at yeah. my three-game losing streak, right. you don't deserve me at my three-game winning streak. I like that. Because it's true. Like, mm-hmm. if you can't deal with my football misery, mm-hmm. then you don't deserve me in my football joy. <laughs> because, I love it. Because so much of my life does revolve around football. Right. And I'm like... No, and it upset me. So, someone please tell me if I'm overreacting for this man telling me to relax well, and calm I don't, down. I think it's good life advice for men to never tell a woman to relax in
0: general. Correct. Uh, um, you know, it's we can't go R E L A X to quote yeah. to quote Aaron rogers yeah. which I'm sure we'll talk about later. Yeah, it, it's just never good to, to to tell a woman that. No, it kind of goes on the same level. Well. the of telling someone they're acting crazy. Yeah. Because a lot of time when you're telling a woman to relax, it's, it's because they're venting or they're, you know, it's not because they're actually acting like crazy or something. It's no. you know, like for me, and I think you're a little bit this way, not as much as me, but if I vent and I get it out or I get out my emotions about, say, the game or whatever,
1: then I'm good. Just listen to me or and don't. Give any feedback? No. Certainly, don't tell me to relax. Don't try and solve my problems. And he's like, "What can I do to make this better?" Oh and I'm God. like, "I I don't know. You could get me a gopher win. That would be nice. Right. How can you make that happen? Just let so, me go through the motions, sir. Yeah, and I'll be back. I mean, I did ask for another glass of wine, but that didn't, you know, that didn't make me feel any better. Right. So anyway, Sunday by uh by week. Would, I uh,
0: before we move, would you um watch a game with this gentleman again or would you perhaps not schedule a date at that time
1: i would not schedule a date with him at that time okay one when he picked me up he was wearing a gopher quarter zip and i was very impressed because he's not a gopher football fan sure which it's not normal of me to not date a gopher football did he purchase this just for the date i asked him that and he said no he had it and he said he knew that if he showed up not wearing something gopher related that i would be very frustrated with him would you yeah i would have been like fuck like we're going to watch the game together
0: oh okay it wasn't just you guys were hanging out and you were also like the game is on so we need to go somewhere with the tv yes okay so got it got it
1: okay so so no i would never watch a football uh gopher football game with this man again
0: well obviously i don't know much about this man but um I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's okay to keep those things separate because, of course, in a, I, not that this is a relationship, I don't know anything about it, but if it were to turn into one, it's okay to have separate activities on the weekend, like yeah. during football season. And then it's nice to kind of get back together later in the evening and recap your day or the next day or whatever it is. I kind of like that.
1: Yeah, I like being able to do things with my friends and – Obviously, this was different because this was an away game. So normally, like, our group doesn't get together for away games, for gopher games at least. Right. And so I was like, okay, yeah, I'll go watch the game with you. And, yeah, I just won't be watching something so important to me with him again. Well, it's also, I think, with games,
0: even though you have been through negative experiences, you know, your entire life with our sporting teams you kind of it's not that you forget but even if you kind of have an inkling of this isn't necessarily going to be a win or this isn't going to be good no matter how many times you felt that you kind it once you fe- when you're in the middle of it it's you know you regret signing up for things sometimes it's yes. I don't know I don't want to say you don't remember but I don't think you remember the intensity that you feel it at well it's like I it, mean everyone I don't mean just you
1: have you heard that they always say like Mothers forget how difficult childbirth is because that's like it's I'm saying I'm serious. Mothers forget how difficult childbirth is so that that cons them into having more kids. So they don't remember the pain. And that's why, like, I feel like God gives me like men in blacks me. And he's like, you don't remember how awful this loss is so that I continue To live my life as a Minnesota sports fan. So like every week, if this week the Gophers lose, I'm going to be like, because obviously I'm still going to watch the game, but I'm, you know, I'm not going to remember how terrible I felt last week and I'm still going to go all in. We're literally comparing (laughs) childbirth to a bad Gophers game. I don't
0: think that's unreasonable. (laughs) I did not think- This might be the most preposterous thing I've ever heard. I don't think it's unreasonable. Oh, my God. I'm, I was not expecting something what? that absurd. That's crazy. Childbirth to watching a football game? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. Since, okay. Maybe
1: since I've never had a child, I mean, a uh, gopher game to having surgery. Like, I never remember how bad the recovery was. And then I go in and I All have right. to have it again. That might have been a better comparison, I suppose. I don't know. Am I wrong? You know what? This is important to me. Let's do,
0: do, After a Gophers win, do you feel the same amount of joy as a mother does holding her newborn? I
1: probably feel more euphoria joy. and More joy. Oh, my God. I love that stupid oh football team more than a parent loves their child. Wow. Okay. <laughs>
0: Oh, thank God we're not. El- I don't know if we're eligible for the preposterous statement tournament, but I think you would be a high seed.
1: I don't think Tenna listens to this, so I think we No, we're okay. I don't either,
0: but we might have to submit him the exact, you know, moment and he can he can decide if you're eligible. Okay, so that was your Saturday. How did the date end? Good terms? I mean, not bad terms, but.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I had fun. I mean, I was not in a great mood. And actually, I told these people at a bar that we were at that they had bad pull tab etiquette. I was talking to these women about Real Housewives, and I had been sitting on this for a few minutes because they bought like $250 worth of pull tabs and two different kinds. So they had two big stacks of pull tabs. You're supposed to open your pull tabs immediately. You're not supposed to sit on them. They had these stacks of pull tabs sitting there.
0: Well, educate people who don't necessarily know that why you open them immediately.
1: Because it's a game of chance. So if these people have take you know a hundred pull tabs out of a box, and they have three winners in there, that means that there's not three winners in the box for you to buy out of. So you're thinking potentially there's more winners than there really are. Right. And when you go to
0: buy the pull tabs, it says on the sheets of the different types of pull tabs what's already been won correct so you may go and purchase those because you think you have good odds but you don't if people are sitting on
1: them yes well here i only the,
0: explain that because a lot of people that don't live in minnesota don't get it. well
1: and then here's another here's another reason why i got frustrated with the guy i was on a date with so we see this these people have these piles of pull tabs and he was going up to go buy more pull tabs and i said do not buy from either of those boxes mm-hmm. because these people are sitting on them mm-hmm. and he did Yes. And I oh, was like, my gosh, sir, what are you doing? I said, don't buy from these two boxes. You and buy I mean, from the two boxes.
0: I think you're the most experienced pull tab puller that I know.
1: Thank you so much. I don't
0: know if you even have any competition. Thank you. Maybe more Amsterdam guy, uh, but would be maybe on your level. But so to not listen, first of all, to not listen in general, not a great yeah. trait, but uh, especially on that subject.
1: This is something I am so passionate about,
0: right? These, I mean, mm.
1: he's really digging at my two passions: football is.
0: and pull abs. You might have to, yeah. He's a project. He is. <laughs> he is. And do you have the energy for a project at this point?
1: I don't know. You I, might
0: after this week because you'll might. have a freer schedule.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, how? How? Okay. So you have the Crohn's
0: and Colitis Gala this Saturday. I do. And you ho- your MC. I am. Second year in a row for people who don't pay attention. And you've, so you're obviously practicing all the time. I am. And how are you feeling preparation wise?
1: I, you know, I, re- I really love my speech. My friend Tracy helped me write it again. She helped me write mine last year. And I I really do love my speech. So I feel very good about giving it and sharing my story and my experiences with people is obviously very important to me. So I'm very excited about that. And the the part that I'm actually emceeing, so introducing our honorees and talking about what the foundation does, things like that, it is less intense than it was last year. You feel more comfortable about yeah, that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I've got the game time experience, so I know right. what it's going to be like going into it. but. Mm. I'm still nervous, and I think it's good that I have nerves. Like, I don't think I'm going to go up there. Like I know I need to practice. I'm not someone who can just show up Wings and do it. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I need to practice, and every time I practice, I feel more comfortable. So I th- I think it'll be great. I'm really excited because so many of our friends are going to be there, and that's so important to me, uh, my family, and, yeah, and it really means a lot. So I want to do the best because the foundation is the most important Thing that I've found in the last few years of course yeah, yeah.
0: so well, c- nerves compared to last year how would you compare them
1: I have less nerves about the actual experience mm-hmm. but because and this sounds very douchey and conceited but I feel like I did a great job last yeah. year
0: and I so I You obviously did or they wouldn't have asked you to do it again. Yeah. So it's not douchey. Yeah.
1: I know. <laughs> There's but evidence just, to back it up. I can't just give myself that credit, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But I I feel like I set a high standard for myself. So I wanna make sure I do as well as I did last year or better. Mm-hmm. And because I've done it before, I should be more comfortable.
0: Yeah, you'll be a little looser, I
1: think. I think so.
0: Because so, you obviously did a great job, but you, i mean, at some I mean, when you first started I mean you could tell you were a little nervous, which is, is normal, of course, yeah. but a little
1: more laid back. Yeah, I think I think so. And now that I finally got my dress figured out, how weird is this? So I've no one really cares about this, but I've had the hardest time finding a dress mm-hmm. to wear. I've this I'm on my fourth dress. I overnighted a dress on Monday, got it on Tuesday, it did not fit. Couldn't zip it. My boobs are way too big for it. So I'm freaking out. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go return this to Nordstrom, see if they can order me a bigger dress. What am I going to do? This woman who helped me at Nordstrom was so wonderful. She was incredible to me. She, me- I was like, I have a dress emergency, which sounds so dramatic. but She, she probably like, hears that a lot, though. Yeah. So, And she was amazing. She walked around, like, totally helped me find the right dress, helped me zip up into everything, gave me feedback. She was incredible. Last night I'm at dinner. She walks into the bar I'm at. No way! I swear to God. And I was like, oh my God, that is Tara from Nordstrom. So Tara, I don't think you're listening, but if you are, you are an angel. And I told her, I said, you made me feel so much better because you were so calm and you really took the time to help me. And it really meant a lot. And she was like, thank you so much for saying that. But I'm like, what are the chances? I went to a restaurant I had never been to last night and it was yeah yeah that's so
0: weird i know weird when stuff like that happens
1: i was like that was a sign that one that i got the right dress and two i was like okay god's looking out for me and it's like and i needed to tell her how helpful she was that's great yeah so okay well that's what we have
0: to do what we are doing on saturday yes we are we are and that will be great Uh, and like you said all of us will be together super fun table yes really excited
1: and it really means a lot because all of our friends seem so excited Mm -hmm. and to be able to share that with you guys is the most important thing i'm looking forward to seeing everyone dressed up me too because we always see each other in sweatpants and viking shirts yeah and and we have a very good looking group of friends so
0: we do yeah it's gonna that's gonna be
1: very exciting and there's a dj after is there there Where at that's, like in the ballroom? Yeah. Oh. I told Lizzie that I was going to pay the DJ $20 to play Heads Carolina. Uh, oh my gosh. She had me a Heads Carolina because that's me, Lizzie, and Eric's song. Wasn't it one last year? No, there okay. was. They didn't do it because of COVID, which is like we had a gathering, but we can't ha- oh, have a Maybe dance.
0: they thought people would be dancing too close to each other or something, but we were all sitting close to each other at yeah. tables. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Well, also last week, the bye week let's not move on from that because we need to, uh, Taylor Swift dropped an album.
1: Which it was amazing that she did that on the bye week so we could really focus on it and not have to think about it. <laughs> I'm sure that was game.
0: planned. It was. I mm-hmm. know she looked,
1: she was looking out for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what
0: are your thoughts? I know you waited in line at Electric Fetus.
1: I did on Tuesday morning. I stood in line. I I got there at maybe 930 and there was only. And what what did you get? I got um, Midnight's record, okay. the actual record, the the blue one, and it's got a signed, it's signed by Taylor. Right. Yeah. How long did you have to wait in line? Uh, I got there at 9.30. They opened at 10. I was out of there by 10.05. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. And it was, so it was kind of crazy. My friend Bridget texted me and she's like, are you in line at Electric Phoenix? This is at 9.05. And I was like, no, why? And she told me, and I was like, oh, well. I had to go to Edina to go pick up some donations from the Zookers for the gal on Saturday. And I'm like, well, I have to drive by there anyway. I'll just stop in if the lines, if it looks like more than 100 people because they only had 100 copies. I'm like, I'll get in line. Mm -hmm. There was maybe 30 people in front of me. I got in line. And so then Bridget showed up after me because she wanted to get one for her niece and I didn't realize this, but her brother was in line too. So oh, wow. All three of us were in line and we all got a copy. So yeah. it was really cute. And then um her brother surprised his daughter with a copy of it that's signed. It uh-huh. sent a video. It was so cute. So So I'm assuming you really
0: like the album then. I do really like the album.
1: Okay. What, um
0: what are your thoughts? Because I I have to ask you about this because we have a listener, Shelby. Yes. Who um let us know that he was disappointed whenever she announced that she was having an album that we didn't discuss it on here. Oh. Which was a, a mess up by us because we do literally have that we <laughs> listen to Taylor. We do have the word Taylor yeah. Swift in our little show description. Yeah, that's so, true. um I know I was like, that stuck with me, that criticism from Shelby. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we better make sure we talk about it.
1: Well, my favorites are Antihero, Maroon, and Midnight Rain, and those are kind of the ones that I'm listening to on repeat. What I always do when a new album comes out is I listen to it top to bottom how she intended it to be listened to. I think people who listen to it out of order, that's chaotic. I don't like that. I don't like that either, no. So I listen to it see what I vibe with, see what my what I initially want to tweet the lyrics to. What you're relating to at that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and those three songs have stuck out with me for the last three weeks. What are you thinking? Three weeks? Or weeks, excuse me. Those three songs for the last week. Damn, did you get an early release? No, those three songs for the last week is what I meant. Sorry.
0: I have two brain cells Um, left. I'm probably going to get canceled for this. Uh, I'm I'm having a... I don't want to say a tough time. It's it's just not really resonating with me. Really? There's no song that I'm like, "Wow, I love this." I do love anti antihero uh-huh. um because it's it's very catchy and there are definitely lyrics in there that you know are great. We have to talk about her um video for that quickly after this, but I don't know. I mean, I've listened to it through probably I, maybe I need to give it more time probably 10 or 12 times I've been listening to it while I'm doing my home improvements mm-hmm. and I don't know there it's just I think also I loved folklore so much yeah it, but it did take Willow some time to grow on me no sorry not Willow the album of uh, evermore evermore sorry
1: Willow's a song on there uh evermore some time to grow on me so maybe it will be that See, and Evermore never grew on me. I like willow and champagne problems from it. But other than that, I don't listen to anything from Evermore. I listened to it in San
0: Francisco when I was on a walk. And then I was, I remember, um, I was like, wow, I don't know why I don't listen to this more. So it's very recently that I've been like, I actually really do like this. Or maybe I'm just relating to that more right now at this point in my life. But
1: I don't know. It's just not my fave. Is it the, because, so people have said it's like the love child of, Lover, Reputation, in, like, 1989. See, I don't see that at all.
0: Really? No. I feel like it's so much more... I'm not good at describing these things. There's no, like... Like, Reputation, there's so many bangers.
1: And you know what? The first In
0: 1989, I feel like there's a lot of bangers, too.
1: What's your favorite Taylor Swift album? I mean,
0: like all Swifties, it kind of changes. Yeah, so um, I like them all.
1: I think my favorites are probably 1989 and Reputation. That's what I was gonna say, and then Folklore. Also. Yeah, and then Folklore. I love, and obviously, I you know I still love Speak Now. Um, and there's and always I do like
0: I do like a lot of songs on Red as well. I just wouldn't oh, yeah. say it's a favorite.
1: No, I right now I can't listen to yeah, Red. yeah Red is is very heavy. Yeah, I so but... I'm not listening to Red, but I I mean I listen to. Songs from Reputation and, and 1989 probably every day, still, yeah. and those are 1989's eight years old and Reputation's five years old.
0: Yeah, but I, don't I know. Hopefully it'll grow on me, but I've not, I haven't seen one person say anything negative about it, and I'm like, oh fuck. Well, <laughs> I um, mean, it's not negativity; it's just not. Um, but you know, sticking what? with me right now,
1: I feel like Taylor wouldn't want you to force a song on yourself I'm serious though like I think she would want you to when it works for you and Mm -hmm. you want to listen to it that's when she would want you to enjoy it she wouldn't want you to say that you liked it just because oh my gosh I'm serious
0: you got a lot of a lot of takes this morning
1: and which is crazy because I have like I said I have two brain cells left and they are fighting for their fucking lives right now and but no I well I wanted to ask you about this did you watch the music video No, I
0: haven't watched it yet. So um, I just saw this on Instagram this morning that apparently Taylor's getting a ton of criticism for the video because there is a part where she steps on the scale. And it says fat. Yes. And so people Mm -hmm. are like, not everyone, I guess, but a lot of people are very upset about it.
1: Yeah. So they had to edit it. It's now edited on Apple Music. I read an article about it yesterday and... I think that's ridiculous because it's, she's not saying she's fat. She's saying that's how she sees herself. And that's being very honest to be like, even if someone else doesn't think this about me, this is what I see myself. And she's been very open about her, her struggle with eat, her eating disorders and things like mm-hmm. that. So especially during like the 1989 area era, that's how, I mean, that's how she saw herself and mm-hmm. she was at her thinnest. So it's, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't. I don't understand it either. I. I don't know.
0: I don't get it because I. I mean, I've like read some of the comments. Why are people really are outraged about this? I think a lot of people are saying, "Why is it a fear of yours to be fat?" Or does this mean you're fat phobic and you don't like fat people or stuff like that? And I just think that that's. I don't know. It's it's talking about her own insecurity. And her own Mm -hmm. pressures to get on the scale and be a certain size. I don't know why people are up in arms about that. Like, are you not supposed to just, you can just talk about all of your insecurities, all of your relationship issues, all of your other traumas, but you can't talk about your weight or your size being traumatic for
1: you. Right.
0: Well, I don't understand it at all.
1: And it's just, just because that's how she sees herself. That doesn't mean she's putting that on anybody else. Right. Because I never, th- I don't think about other people's weight. I like that's no. never, that never. never crosses my mind. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like I'm never, I never look at someone who's like, oh, that person's overweight. I look at myself and I'm like, I don't look how I want to look. Exactly. I feel fat for me. Right. It's never comparing myself to anybody else or no. it's thinking that someone else doesn't look good. It's that I am miserable with the how the way that I look.
0: Yeah, I was just disappointed to see that. And I don't know if it's just people who, you know, just don't really like her that are reacting that way. Because I think most people who um, are familiar with her story and her talking about distorted eating and the pressures to be thin and stuff didn't see it that way. But anyway, we can move on because we have a lot to talk about. And that we do. Anyway, Shelby, I hope we satisfied your your itch for our thoughts on it. I'm sorry we forgot before um oh okay we have do we want to move on to the vikings game? yes because we're back on sunday we're back so we're gonna be up late on saturday and then we're gonna be
1: up Tailgating. early yeah gonna be up
0: early at the tailgate because, i know uh and i'm actually excited about the back-to-back
1: i you know what i am too because it'll be it'll be very fun to do something that's really important to me mm-hmm. with you guys and then something that's very important to all of us mm-hmm. on sunday and and
0: obviously i'm a little worried about being tired but actually not so much because the, the energy at the tailgate is always so high that even if i am tired or i don't sleep at all or maybe i sleep a little bit i i think it's gonna be fine
1: i mean last year i remember waking up the day after the gala i i think i slept i left the bar because we went out afterwards and I left the bar somewhat early and everyone else kind of stayed out. But I was like, I'm so tired. I need to go home. I was trying to remember how late I stayed out and I couldn't. I, think I had I, no idea. I think I stayed out till maybe
0: midnight. Yeah, I only had one drink after. So I didn't, don't think I did, but.
1: Didn't you go to the loop, the loop afterward?
0: No, I just went to uh, Hewing.
1: You didn't go to the loop? Mm-mm. Oh, I thought you did. Mm-mm. Well, so Yeah. I just went to the Hewing, then I went home, and then I think I was asleep by, like, 1. And then I got up, but I got up at, like, 5 in the morning, and I had so much adrenaline still that I couldn't fall back asleep. And then the next day, I went to brunch with Jimmy and Bridget and played pull tabs, and then we went to the Rolling Stones concert. And I was like... Oh, yes, you were good. I I had a ton of energy, Mm -hmm. so I'm hoping it'll be this i would like to get a little bit more sleep this this year after the gala but i am hoping i have the same amount of energy
0: mondays are always a wash for me anyway so it's like if i gotta catch up on monday whatever i'm always catching up so it's fine but how they're excited for the tailgate i've said this a million times jill's gonna be there i'm so excited i'm bummed that that's really the only time i'm gonna see her because she's coming in saturday morning but That's going to be awesome, and you know a bunch of other people will be there. But how are you feeling about the game?
1: I'm nervous now that DeAndre Hopkins is back for Mm -hmm. the Cardinals. I was looking at—I didn't watch the Saints-Cardinals game on Thursday night football. I watched a little of it, but it was just sloppy. Yeah. Well, didn't Andy Dalton have, like, three interceptions? Yeah, but actually, the Amazon feed was so shitty. That's why I couldn't watch it,
0: most of it, because it kept— skipping it like every 45 seconds and I was like just I think it it I've never had problems with the Amazon Prime before it must have been a an issue yeah but I was just like so frustrated so I didn't watch as much as I anticipated
1: yeah I mean Kyler Murray had a had a decent game 20 of 29 204 yards one touchdown but DeAndre Hopkins this was his first game back after the six game suspension And he had 10 receptions and 103 yards. So, obviously, he and Kyler have no issue reconnecting Mm -hmm. after he was out for so long.
0: Well, Kyler has issues connecting with other people. Well, there's that. The head coach, uh, he's been salty with him. Um, Supposedly, his video, his play coordinates with um, the days that there's, like, extra points in Call of Duty. Somebody did, like, a whole research breaking it down. Yeah, well, so I keep hearing people make jokes about him, you know, being distracted by video games. So someone did this whole in-depth analysis of Kyler Murray's performance shows he plays worse when there's active double XP weekends happening in Call of Duty.
1: What the fuck does that mean?
0: (laughs) I mean, somebody literally, I guess, went and tracked all of those weekends and compared it to when he played, like, his performance which god God bless people for thinking of all this stuff but i know he has a video game issue and well maybe not issue but he plays a lot and then remember when he finally got his extension he wouldn't he made them renegotiate the contract to take out study time because there was something in there like you have to study a certain amount of time per week and he's like no i'm not doing it so I mean, good for him for you know standing his ground. You don't want to cut uh, into the Call of Duty. That's a boundary, time, apparently. Which I guess kind of is a little bit of studying. You got to get your shot right. It's kind of like getting your your pass. I think so. Uh, but yeah, so it kind of I think it depends what version of the Cardinals you get.
1: Well, I didn't find a stat like that, but I was reading <laughs> the Viking Age yesterday, uh-huh. and since 2018, the Vikings are 10 and one in home games. That's Start at noon in the months of October and November. Okay. And in that same time period, Arizona is three and six on the road in matchups that begin at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. Interesting. So I thought that was very interesting. And I mean, obviously, in the past, we haven't been great after the bye, but this is the new era. So uh,
0: not to change the subject, but I got a bone to pick with you here. We don't give the Vikings age clicks. Oh. there's controversy there. Sorry. Uh, between the owner of that site and lots of people, including myself. Mm. And uh, he said some not so nice things about me. We don't give him clicks. We um, <laughs> do daily Norsemen. Okay. And we also do Vikings territory and okay. purple PTSD.
1: Well, then I will uh, remove that from my browser. <laughs> I'll clear just, my search history. You, just to let you know. But uh, and anyone listening, we don't give them clicks.
0: Um, actually, anyways, I don't want to go on a rant about that, but okay. Well, how are you feeling about how the Vikings are going to do though? Because I think it's going to be very interesting to see the version of them that we get after a buy. Mm -hmm. Um, as we discussed, fat cats get slaughtered. I'm not as worried about that as I used to be. Correct. But I also think the bank is going to be on another level as far as being pumped
1: up. I think so, since they're 5-1. and one. It's the first time Kirk Cousins has ever been 5-1. and one. Well, one thing a little about the Cardinals is that even though their defense had the three interceptions on Andy Dalton, they still gave up 409 yards through the air. Right. Oh, and okay. so I think Kirk could have a great game. Mm-hmm. And they only gave up 85 rushing yards, so we can't rely on Delvin. We need Kirk to have yeah. a great game. Yeah. I agree. I, I do
0: think that, I mean, it's great that they're playing at home after a bye. Mm-hmm. I I just think, I mean, we know personally just so many people going to this game that don't usually, and they're all diehard people that are going to be fired up. Not, I mean, obviously that's a small sample size, but compared to the lions game, I mean, it wasn't, I just think this atmosphere is going to be electric and that's going to be hard for Kyler because I mean, call of duty. I don't think he turned the volume very loud. <laughs> so no uh, i i'm really excited for it and we have jared allen's ring of honor yes uh induction at halftime we have so don't go to the bathroom people at halftime no
1: and we need to we're gonna need to podcast pa today because he's having kevin williams on to talk oh, about jared allen i love kevin williams he's i know so great so
0: great uh we had him on the podcast and i got to interview him and that was that was so awesome um but we had jared on but i was too scared to come on if it's too starstruck
1: oh seriously but I
0: can't wait for the highlight package like how good is it gonna oh be oh my god it's gonna uh, be I'm gonna have
1: chills see all the roping oh I'm gonna love it, it it's yeah it's, I wish I still had I had a I ordered from uh Jared Allen's website god this must have been it was 2009 because it was the year mm-hmm. that Brett Favre uh they had the amazing year I ordered a shirt that said wine I'm dying am 69 i on yep. it and it was a Jared Allen t-shirt and I'm so mad because I left it in Chicago one year Ugh. And I was like, that was the greatest shirt of all time.
0: So I have wine. I'm, dine, I'm 69. But I also have the mullet militia. Oh, that's a lit shirt. Remember, he did the bit where he was shaving yeah. the lines in the side of his mullet. Was it for every sack or every win? It's every it's sack. Every sack. So I have both of those. And when I was at my mom's house back in May, when I went home, I was just going through like random clothes that I left there and stuff. And I saw both of those. And they're too small for me. They were even too small for me back then. I think I thought that I was smaller, but I still wore them. And I was like, you know, I don't need these. I was like, I don't need <gasps> these. I didn't get rid of them, oh. but I just left them at my mom's house. Damn it. So I'm so upset because they would definitely fit you.
1: Oh, that
0: sucks. I know. It really
1: does. And so now my mom is moving and I'm like,
0: if she gets rid of those
1: fucking shirts. Oh my God. Do you think Lizzie can make us wine them, dine them, 69 them shirts Sunday? Oh my for God
0: uh maybe
1: my uh, yeah we need those yeah can
0: we get the mullet Malish? can we get the mullet decal
1: <laughs> yeah seriously lizzie <laughs> well she loves
0: jared allen that's I her know. favorite player so she probably can i have an autographed jersey of his that i was thinking about just bringing and maybe throw it on during the game but god that jersey's so fucking ugly oh it's with the, the reebok, reebok oh. with the white sleeves and yeah yeah so that's i don't know hideous. if i will but and so that's very exciting in itself mm-hmm. um so I can't miss that. Um, what oh, but what did I the trade deadline is approaching. I don't yeah. know if they I don't think they're gonna trade for anyone.
1: Well, did you I saw something that like Odell Beckham that the Vikings were thinking about picking up Odell really? Beckham? Yeah. How could they afford that? I have no idea.
0: They have the least amount of money in cap space
1: in the league. I mean, they could restructure, obviously,
0: but OBJ?
1: Yeah. I don't know. Do you think I don't, he's washed? I
0: don't necessarily think he's washed. I just don't think they need to clear a bunch of money for him. Like, it, what do you think he's going to make a tremendous difference? Mm. I don't. I think if anything, if you were going to go wide receiver route, go with a younger wide receiver because, I mean, yeah, JJ's young, KJ's young, but they don't – I mean, they have a ton of veterans. They don't have really many – much for young guys on the team in general, I mean, that are probably – I don't know, somebody who's less expensive. I, I – Think the packers should go after obj honestly we're not helping the packers no out. i know i don't want to help them out i'm just saying i think
1: that would make a lot more sense well how i mean how delicious is it that the packers are just imploding oh. and i'm not saying we're perfect by any means and we've won by the skin of our teeth you know in in mm-hmm. four of our five wins but the packers are losing to terrible teams And when you have Aaron Rodgers, you should be finding ways to win. And usually they always have. Mm -hmm. So I was watching Red
0: Zone um, on Sunday. So I knew what was going on. And I'm like, okay, it's getting kind of into delicious territory. But I'm never going to count Aaron Rodgers out. I've seen this too many times. So in the fourth quarter, nine minutes left, I said, okay, I think I'm going to turn it on and just watch that game. Well, I did. And then they had a great drive and scored. And I'm like, nope, I'm turning this off. So I didn't turn it on until two minutes to go. And oh my God, it was delicious.
1: It, it was so delicious. I was, I had a wedding on Sunday. I was, so I was getting ready for that. And I was like, what is happening? This is amazing. Mm-hmm. It was so, my brother and I were so happy to see that. So yeah. And was- I, um, yeah oh, it was amazing. And
0: then I listened to their vent line, which is something I, okay, another, I don't even, they're not technically a radio station, whatever they are, the other one that used to be on the air all these people so i usually tweet like the funny things that are on there Mm -hmm. and somebody i got called out for multiple people for stealing a bit from this other entity oh we've been doing this since what 2017 or 18. yeah that we we started on an nfc championship game where we tuned into their wine line and we were tweeting everything i don't do this every week by any means because i'm normally not able to I'm normally busy on sunday yeah. but i've done it the last two weeks and everyone uh, people are calling me out
1: for copying this bit i'm like do you want me to go back and find my tweet because i will i think we've done it since 2018 because we became friends in 2017 also right. i'm such an asshole i missed our anniversary our anniversary was like last week
0: oh well we'll make up for it in november because that's
1: usually more free that's uh, that's really our mo anyways uh, yeah. To do something three weeks late it but- is
0: uh but anyway that's neither here nor there but so anyways i've been listening to their their vent line and it's it's comical of course as it usually is but that guy rookie the host i think he's friends with vince like i've said yeah. they went 65 minutes before they took a commercial break are you serious and they started right after oh my no criticism to anyone else that does a vent line but it definitely doesn't roll that that way but uh so anyways Aaron, I don't know. Aaron is just... He's so checked out. He doesn't care. I, I don't know if he doesn't care so much. I don't know what his deal is. It's its really, I feel bad for his teammates, to be honest with you. And I've been of the camp that's always said it doesn't really matter who his wide receivers are. Aaron Rodgers is one of the few quarterbacks that make his his receivers better. I mean, look at Devontae Adams. He's not doing anything now, and we've seen it with Jordy Nelson, a lot of other wide receivers. But his attitude is so bad. It's piss poor. Um, and, you know, I they play Buffalo this week, and he came out in the press conference and did this whole boasting of, oh, this is the best thing that could happen to us, and we're going to shock the world when we win next week because no one count, everyone counts us out and all this. And it's like,
1: okay, do you really believe this? Well, they're like 10-point dogs, and that's the first time he's been a double-digit dog in a game in his entire career. Mm-hmm. That's absurd. And we've talked about this all season, that he is just treating these wide
0: receivers, giving him the cold shoulder, the body language, the not encouraging them, at least on the sideline, from what we see. Yeah. Did you hear what he said on um, Pat McAfee? Uh-uh. I think it was yesterday or the day before. He said... Keep in mind that a couple weeks ago, this guy said that he doesn't want to hear any leaks to the media because it needs to stay in-house. He says, people in this society have a hard time hearing the truth sometimes. Oh, he said that in the press conference. But then he said this, I did it privately. I'm not saying anything publicly that I'm not saying to those guys. So maybe that's talking about a conversation that's behind closed doors in public. But the level of accountability is the standard here. Again, I don't think it should be a problem to any of those guys to hear criticism. We all hear criticism in our own ways, and we've got to be okay with it and process it. And if that doesn't fit, then it doesn't fit. But if it fits, we've got to wear it and improve certain things. I'm not going to be a robot up here. I don't understand why people have a problem with things that are truthful. You know, I'm calling it the way I see it. People need to air this stuff, and that's their opinion. I'm doing what is in the best interest for our guys and— I don't think that could be further from the truth. I mean, listen, I appreciate the transparency because it gives us something to talk about. Yeah. And it's way better than the generic quotes that everyone has that don't give you anything. But come the fuck on. How is this going to inspire them? They obviously haven't responded to this kind of beha- this kind of criticism yet this season.
1: No. Why are they going to now? Yeah, if it's not working behind closed doors, it's not going to work when you go on Pat McAfee and say this. Right. To the entire world. I don't understand it and I think he's I don't get why he has to be this way. Well, like I said last week and I'm I'm beating a dead horse, I do he thinks he's the smartest person in the room. Right. And he Obviously, he has more experience than his wide receivers. He's won a Super Bowl, things like that. But he still he's has no humility, no whatsoever, not at all. Not
0: at all and that's not inspiring. No. He doesn't. I haven't heard him take one say take any accountability and say that he
1: could play better or that he could do something different or he could work with his receivers mm-hmm. so that they have a chance to win.
0: And I've seen people defend him and say, "Oh, well, you know." they don't help him out by getting him any good players or LaFleur does this and that. And that's all true. I agree with all of that. Like last season, I was championing him wanting to leave because I would feel the same way. However, he signed up for this again. Yeah, He he extended his contract. So in my opinion, you can't bitch about anything now. No, you knew what you were getting into. And supposedly the Packers told him that they will let him out of his contract at the end of last year, and he he re-signed so you can't bitch about anything you should have when you went into that um mental headspace of I'm gonna stay here and resign then you should have known what your job was but how delicious is it to see LaFleur be praised as this genius coach for the last three years oh yeah 13 and three 13 and three and now everyone's like oh maybe he's not that good no shit Mm. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's it's the best I love seeing them fall apart it makes me ridiculously happy honestly there's nothing better and I mean Sunday
0: night is going to be when I'm out doing my celebration I'm going to have to be in front of a tv for that oh yeah oh my gosh the, I think the bills are just going to eat them alive and they're coming off of a bye too so
1: I'd love to Ooh. see it um well speaking of things falling apart uh I guess we should maybe touch on gopher football since I... Oh, I thought you were gonna say the wolves. Oh, well, <laughs> no. Uh, so the Gophers do play on Saturday against Rutgers. It's a one thirty game, which well, is that works for you. I know. So, well, last year when I did your makeup, they were on too. I know, but remember, it's not great for me. No, because you have to keep telling me to close my eyes while mm-hmm. you're doing my makeup, mm-hmm. and I hopefully will not be frustrated. They did play. I think they played Maryland last year on the gala weekend and we won so i'm hoping they'll win again well is Rutgers any good well Rutgers is is four and three overall one and three in the big east uh big 10 east excuse me who did and, they beat um anybody week, good or no no last week they beat indiana oh okay uh 13 14 which we love a Ooh, common we've got a lot of those we have, um, but they do have a pretty solid defense and they're ranked six nationally with their rush defense. They really only allow 87.4 yards per game is what they're averaging, which obviously uh, rushing is our bread and butter. Mm-hmm. And we don't know if Tanner's playing on Saturday. Still, he didn't oh. play last Saturday. Um, Who is the backup? His name is Ethan. Oh, yeah. You told me. Yeah. Ethan week uh I can't even say it it's I call him the Greek freak he's not right he's, <laughs> he's not. Well, he's yes. he's the real Greek freak uh and uh yeah so I'm a little nervous for Saturday one thirty game their def Rutgers defense is what has kept them in every game except for their loss to Ohio State which was ten to forty nine so they had no chance um Gophers are favored by fourteen and a half but oh. I don't know. If that's taking into account, if they're thinking Tanner will play, mm-hmm. um, their their passing defense is terrible. It they're giving up like almost two hundred yards per game, and uh, so if we if Tanner could play and we had a a decent passing game, I think we do have a chance of winning. But we can't rely on Mo Ibrahim this game with mm-hmm. how good they're. Their rush defenses, and we certainly can't rely on Trey Potts if they're so. Yeah, how as far as Mo goes, it, he's going to be drafted next year, correct? Yeah, he's
0: going to go really high. I know it's way too soon to tell,
1: but compared to other running backs, he should. I mean, people were saying he's the he's like the second best running back in the Big Ten. so yeah. he should go at least second round. Oh, you think so? I think second, so. third. Yeah. Okay. I, I just know he, I just know
0: he's very good, but I just didn't know compared to what else is around.
1: Yeah, I mean he this game he only had I think 102 rushing yards against Penn State, and that's his, his lowest of the season, and it was 102 yards. Nice, though, so, pretty impressive, Delvin Delvin Crook. As Tennisota calls it. I came up with that. Oh, you
0: did? Yes, oh, I, I came up with that. I did realize that. that. Yes. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Oh, speaking of Tennessee, I do owe him, we do owe him an apology. And I'm a few weeks late on this. But we had, a few weeks ago, we talked about traveling and who we could share hotel rooms with. And, you know, that it was a small list. Oh, yes. And I said that I could never share a hotel room with him again. And that I learned my lesson. And he said he was a little... Perturbed by that because he thought it made him sound kind of like a creep, or people would think that it was something like that. Oh! And I told he wanted to clear it up, and I didn't, and I should because I can see how maybe it sounded like that because I remember being like, "Er, not Tennessee."
1: My phone just, or my watch just started playing "Creep" by Radiohead.
0: Oh my gosh, <laughs> I love that song. Oh we should my- put that on the playlist. We should <laughs> for afterwards so we can have a karaoke moment but so i owe him an apology the reason i will never share a hotel room with him again is because he is a sound machine junkie and okay
1: there's a difference in liking a sound machine because i like a sound machine
0: yeah white noise but
1: he likes jungle noises
0: and the rain the thunderstorm and all of that and that is fine if you'd like that at home when you're in your home but when you have other people you're sharing the room with you need to consider if that can make them sleep yeah and so we've <laughs> we've ran into this a couple of times now i remember the very first time it happened we were in a hotel room in kansas city and me and and we were sharing the room with jimmy me and jimmy were sharing a bed and you know we're the the boys showered um and we turn off the lights to go to bed and all of the sudden the sound machine starts playing. The jungle jams no conversation about it beforehand no like hey do you guys mind if i put this sound machine on <laughs> and me and jimmy look at each other like what is happening oh so that's kind of where he got the nickname vanilla gorilla yes but anyway i'm sorry i just want to clear that up because he's not a creep by any means no it's just it's just the jungle jams so they're too much they're too much and he does shower for a long time <laughs> <laughs> an extended amount of time which i don't understand because he has no hair
1: yeah he gets clean he does so Cleanest anyway. man on the planet we okay. should start calling him mr clean i wonder how he'd feel about that i think he'd probably but, like it it's not like we're calling him the dirtiest man alive that would be yeah but where were we i'm sorry oh
0: gophers yeah um were we finished with that
1: yeah i think i mean i'm bummed i can't go because it's supposed to be beautiful mm-hmm. on Saturday it is gonna be a
0: nice weekend and
1: I hate missing I hate missing gopher games obviously because it's a, an outdoor stadium on a beautiful day there's nothing better mm-hmm. but I'm hoping that they can uh well pull honestly
0: we have been blessed by the weather gods with our weekend football home oh, weather this year yes we have had sunny days not windy I mean it's honestly you remember these years that we had was it 2018 where it rained the home opener Mm -hmm. then there was another game where it snowed the first weekend of october obviously didn't stick but when we're out there and it's freaking snowing anyway we've had great weather so shout shout out big god
1: (laughs) shout out weather gods um Uh, well we should probably wrap this up i
0: know i feel like i had a lot to say about the timberwolves and stuff too but we we went on there was too much to talk about. So um, I guess we'll have to save that for next week and we'll obviously have more data.
1: Yeah, well, the Wolves did beat the Spurs last night after losing to them on Monday, which they should not have lost on Monday, but at least they uh, pulled off a win yesterday. Yeah, well, let's just, I want to ask you one question.
0: Popeye's controversy.
1: How do you feel about the
0: Popeye's controversy?
1: I don't think Kat should have said that about Anthony Edwards. I think that was... So, for
0: those who don't know, yeah. I didn't hear the actual quote. I just read it. So, what did he say?
1: Well, so, Anthony Edwards uh, talks about how he loves Popeyes and whatever and, like, is mm-hmm. eating. Food. He loves fast mm-hmm. food, which can he, relate. Ate, he
0: literally ate McDonald's at a press conference yes. last year.
1: And so, Kat came out and said, like, I don't think people should be eating. So I, I guess I should look up the direct quote because I don't want to paraphrase and not get it right.
0: Oh, but yeah. I should have looked it up, too. I've um we Do 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 do
1: do 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 I just I don't want to miss the Popeyes contracts. Carl Carl Anthony Towns says Anthony Edwards' diet doesn't make me happy. No way. is it that bad? Uh-huh. And then uh Popeye's clapped back at Carl Anthony Towns because Anthony Edwards had like 34 points Mm -hmm. last night. And Popeye said, good luck to every high level athlete who eats Popeye's regardless of what their teammates say. Ooh, I love that Popeye's. Right.
0: Well, yeah, I first of all, I, I thought it was inappropriate, inappropriate to say as well, especially given cats. And this isn't His fault, the majority of it, but his inability to play in games throughout the last couple years, his health and stuff like that. I understand the difference in eating Popeye's as a choice, but he wouldn't want someone criticizing him for something like that publicly, right? Well, yeah.
1: So Kat said he should do a better job of helping Anthony Edwards take care of his body. And it's like that's none of your business
0: trainers for that yeah
1: that's not your not your circus not your monkeys
0: you got enough to worry about sir why do you want
1: anthony edwards to help you out with your attitude problems and tripping people and getting fouled out yeah like that's you shouldn't (laughs) be commenting on what he eats what what his diet is his body anything like that Um, unless you think he's in great shape you should keep your mouth shut well, and then I thought it was
0: funny that Ant's response was that he hasn't had Popeyes in two years.
1: <laughs> really? I didn't <laughs> yeah. see that.
0: I read it this morning. It, it, that was his response, that he hasn't had Popeyes in two years. But, so, obviously, I didn't see the, hear the tone of it. JG tweeted it. Mm-hmm. But I thought that that was hilarious. Get it right. If you're going to criticize someone for their food, right? get it right.
1: Well, but, and I think Ant looks jacked. Like, I think he looks like he's in great he shape. He looks like he's filled out quite a bit. Yeah, he. I don't think he looks... Like, it's bad weight that he's gained. He no. looks muscular to me, but what do I know? Well, and he's very young, right? So the older you get,
0: you do get more muscle mass. But he, if, I mean, is it great to eat fast food? Probably not, but he's young enough that I think he can handle he's it.
1: 21. He's not <laughs> 51. We're looking at fries makes your ass fat. Like, are you serious? <laughs> but I wanted to get your thoughts on Popeye's
0: because we've never talked. We talk a lot about food rankings, but how do you feel about Popeye's? Do you...
1: Enjoy it. You know, I've only had Popeyes once. Okay. I thought the biscuits were mm-hmm. elite, mm-hmm. fantastic, but the chicken was good. Mm-hmm. But I would still, I would take Raising Canes over any other. I would take Raising Canes over Chick Fil A, Popeyes. Have you had Bojangles? No.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Isn't Bojangles the same as Raising Canes? I don't think so.
0: No, no, definitely not. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't we don't have Bojangles here. We don't Bo- have any? Oh, I guess maybe I thought you tried it on your trip to Virginia. that one.
1: Norfolk. <laughs> just no, kidding i i tried grits on my trip to virginia and mm. i love grits but you can't get good grits in this city i never had grits until i was
0: like in high school really and I, somebody told me to get them at waffle house so i finally tried them because i didn't grow up with southern parents oh that makes so sense. i had no idea even really what it was it sounded disgusting oh they're no. very good grits are so good with some cheese on them oh Yeah, I honestly haven't had Popeye's a ton. I pass a Popeye's every time I take you to the hospital or go visit you, but I've never pulled over and and checked it out. I know I've had it two or three times in my life, but it's not memorable. No, the biscuits are great. The biscuits are great, but I... There's no Popeye's convenient to him either. So is he going to Lake Street? I mean, I know he wouldn't be, but someone else would be retrieving it for him. And I think it would be cold by the time it got there. And who wants cold fast food? I don't. Anyway. I just had to had to get your thoughts on, on the, that controversy. Yeah. Don't want to don't want to get accused of avoiding that. No. You know?
1: But we, <laughs> we talk about the important things. Right. Um. Okay. So I'll just end on what inspired me for the week. I realized then that if I want to reach my dreams, first I had to lay down the foundation. The same is true of the journey you are about to take. You might want to do the cooking, but first mm. you must learn how to build the fire. And that's from Jose Andres. He's a chef. Oh. And I loved that because I I know a lot of times I get ahead of myself where I'm like, I want to do this. I'm going to do this. But I don't realize the steps I need to take before I can do that. Right. And so it's a good reminder to be like, okay I want to reach this goal. But what are the three to five things I need to do to lay down the foundation so that I can reach this goal and be successful when I actually do that? Relating to that a little too hard right now. Right? With uh, my baseboard
0: situation. Oh, God. I'm sanding and caulking and staining baseboards, which I thought was going to be as simple as staining or sanding and staining, but... It's not? Nothing's ever that simple.
1: It is not. Anyway, uh, we'll see you when the bikes are six and one. Yes, or- and we're still having fun. And hopefully the gophers can... Uh, have a slump buster on Saturday with Rutgers and we will uh, be five and three. I would love that for us. And Haley will be on live TV again. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's not no. Okay. God, no. Okay. Love you. Skull. Skull. Roll the boat. Skyyama. Go Gophers. Have a great week. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.